Hey, everyone. Welcome to part two of my podcast interview with Priscilla McKinney. Thanks for tuning in and watching. You'll want to stay tuned and listen to this interview because it was such a great conversation. Of course, listen to part one if you haven't already. But in part two here, there's some really great business advice that she gives. And I'll just highlight a few of the things that she says. First of all, she talks about the advice that she has for business leaders regarding lead generation and how to brand your business. That applies to pretty much any industry, any sector that you're from. And you might be watching this. Secondly, the value of knowing your ideal client, again, whichever industry you're in, how do you do that? And how do you walk through that? And she talks about that and some of the techniques that she uses in her organization, her company. And sometimes I ask myself this question, why should I invest in marketing? And she helps navigate that as well. And finally, I mean, there's lots of other good stuff too, but finally she answers the fun question that we ask at the end of most of our 10 minute leader interviews and her response is an interesting one as well. So really hope you enjoy this interview with Priscilla. And if you have any questions about anything regarding the material she's talked about, feel free to reach out to her or if you have any questions about how to be a better leader, how to build better teams, reach out, talk to me, enjoy the listen. I want to give you a chance to advise some of the business leaders that are listening to this podcast around some of the work that you do. So like lead generation, branding, those kind of things. I know that this could take hours and we don't have hours, but what are some of the biggest things, the biggest gaps you notice that business leaders aren't doing? Maybe a, that they could take a small step in just from listening to this podcast that they'd be able to hear a tidbit or two from you and, and implement that yeah, right I'll, away. I'll give two tidbits so they can completely crib from me and bring back to their place and make some immediate changes. Whether you go on my website, littlebirdmarketing.com and get the resource that's free that's about persona development or go to a myriad of different places online where you can get this done, you have to get persona development. We said this at the very top of the show. You said, Priscilla, who's your most ideal client? When I ask that to people, that takes about a 45 minute conversation and I walk away with, so nobody, is that what we're saying? Or because the moment everybody is your ideal client, nobody is your ideal client. So I don't think we should be doing anything in business until we get that figured out. So you can either pay a professional and have us do a really you know, awesome onboarding and do a strategy session to get that done, or you can do it yourself. Either way, it has to get done. So get it done by hook or by crook. So the reason behind that, the very short version is that it is a noisy world out there. And even if you are doing the right things in marketing, if you are not doing them directed right at the heart of what your most ideal consumer needs, then they probably aren't going to hear it and it will all be for naught. So that's my stick with that. So you can take that and run with that in your company. The other thing is that we developed a proprietary system for marketing called SOAR, S-O-A-R. And again, somebody can crib this. Yes, we have a fantastic onboarding system. Yes, we can help you. We can do it for you. Or you could listen to what I'm saying here and have this affect your day to day. But I find that people, it's not usually that they're doing marketing wrong. It's usually that they're doing things in the wrong order or for the wrong reasons. And so I offer people this S-O-A-R, strategy, organization, accountability, repeatability. Get these done in this order. So strategy, know your persona, know where you're going, what you're trying to do, your KPIs, whatever you wanna call it. I don't care what acronym you wanna use. The O is it's gotta be organized. We use Trello. You can use free services. Trello does have a free service, but I don't care what it is. It is just an idea until it is actually step-by-step. Step. Our checklists have checklists. Who does this belong to? What date is it to be done? This is organization. The third one is accountability. And that is 
six minutes, six days, or six months after we have this massive strategy session and you experience this in leadership development all the time. Oh, this is such a big idea. We're going to do this. And six months later, there's nothing there. Or people are like, no, we're going to do this. No, we're going to do this for, you know, this, we're going to do Enneagram today. Now we're going to do strength finding. Now we're going to, you know, and they won't stick to something. Right. And so I believe that the, a, the accountability is to say, it gives people the power to say no to things. And that is the real strength in marketing strategy. So I say, when someone pops up with another idea after we've already decided what we're doing, I say, that's fine. Does it fit in the strategy? Does it fit in the organization? If so, we can say yes. If not, it's a definite no, we walk on. And the last thing is the R, the repeatability. Unfortunately, what happens is almost always, 90% of the time people come to me for the R and they're like, we want to know the metrics. We want to know the repeatable. What should we do again? I'm like, but you haven't done any of the other things. Like we can't even measure anything. The R comes usually after a whole year of engagement. And so, yes, I get that you want to measure things, but a lot of times you need a whole year to benchmark stuff and you need to know what you've had. So I just feel like people could take this and put it into their own system, whatever it is they want to do. But if they followed that framework, they would be much better off. Yeah, I love that. And I love that you provided some really good tidbits there. I want to ask a question that I hear from a lot of business leaders and you probably hear this as well. It might come across that I'm kind of pushing against you. I'm not pushing against you, Priscilla, but I know this is the question. What would you say to business leaders who are like, why would I invest in a marketing company? Like they're just going to cost me money, right? How do I know that I'm going to get a return on investment to get to that point where they're ready to say it's worth the risk. I'll say risk in quotation marks. If people are listening to the audio, they won't <laughs> see me doing the quotation marks worth the risk to pay for a marketing company yeah. to help me. What well, do you say I'd to people say, like yeah, that? It is. <laughs> Welcome to the world of business. You know, you risk with a sales employee. You risk with building the website, which you've convinced it needs to happen, right? You risk with actually building a nice office instead of a crappy office, thinking this is going to bring sales. So every single thing that we do in business is to make sales, right? Unless you're a nonprofit. But as a for-profit business, it is all for sales. And so the question of why should I pay marketing? Well, you should only be paying marketing if they bring in you revenue. Now, is it going to bring you revenue in 30 days? Probably not. I don't know. It depends upon what you're doing. So it depends upon what the strategy is. But, you know, we're a content marketing digital firm who's focused on creating sustainable and firm lead generation systems. That's all we do. So if we're not making people money, eventually we shouldn't be working for them. So that is our complete, you know, view. Now, is there everything in marketing that it can be tied to ROI? No, there's brand awareness. There's all kinds of other things. Same thing holds true for your employees, right? Does every action that they do bring you revenue? No, <laughs> you still have to buy the snacks and pay for the beer, but it is some part of one of the functioning pieces of your business. And one of the things I'd say about with website and tie that with marketing spend also, I tell people all the time, your website has to at least be providing the revenue of one FTE. That is a salesperson. And if that is not happening, then you do not have the right marketing firm and you do not have the right strategy on your website. Great. I love that answer. And thanks for uh, being willing to take one that might be a little bit uh, like I was trying to push you, but it wasn't meant to be that. Definitely appreciate the work that companies like you do for organizations for sure. Two last questions before we wrap our time up. One is kind of back on the kind of entrepreneur slash business leader kind of side of things. What's one thing that you wish more business leaders would be thinking of? 100% it's collaboration. I, in fact, have a book coming out hopefully by the end of the year. It's called Collaboration is the New Competition. Mm -hmm. And I have lived 
eat, breathe, sleep that. I think reaching across the aisle and finding out what can be done brings innovation. It sharpens our own sword. I think there's so many things that we could be doing, even with our competitors, our quote unquote, here's my air quotes, competitors. We can be doing things together to improve our own industries. I'm notorious for working with competitors of mine and giving them stage time and, and doing all kinds of wonderful things for them because I think a rising you know, tide lifts all boats. And so I think I wish that leaders had more collaboration in mind and that's not only inside their own firms and with their own friends and their own colleagues, but also to competitors. That would be a lovely life gift to me if people like made that switch. Well, and I love that. One of the things that I would tell people when I was connecting with them during the pandemic, I mean, there's arguments whether the pandemic's done or not, but when during the height of the pandemic was that I thought that organizations that would do the best coming out of the pandemic were those that were collaborating not only internally, but externally as well. And I think that does hold true for organizations mm -hmm. to remember that we need to collaborate. We need to connect we need to build our networks and not just build our networks, but build our opportunities where we can actually say, Hey, like, let's go do this together. Let's go do this together. I'm a big fan of the chamber of commerce world. I'm involved there. And I think there's opportunities in that realm as well for businesses to be like, Hey, what can we do together to grow our communities, to grow our businesses? and just continue to yeah. build off of that. So well, one of the things I did during really the pandemic that. was really launch our hashtag always be helping, but it comes from this idea of, I also believe that this is the way we should be operating in business and in marketing. It's not about ABCs, the always be closing, always be closing. It's about the ABH always be helping. And so we do have that hashtag on LinkedIn. Hmm. Happy to have anybody follow that, but that's what we're looking for. How can you help people, whether it's your customer or it's your competitor, let's figure this out. I love that. Always be helping. That's good. That's good. To wrap up our time together, and one of the things that I do with all of my podcast guests, so the regular listeners will know this, is I ask kind of a unique, kind of fun question at the end of uh, our time together. And because you are down in the US and a lot of the people that listen are up here in Canada, I want to ask a question that is maybe uniquely tied into being in the US. And it's not a political question at any stretch of the imagination. But if you could invite the president to sit down with you for a meal, which one of your favorite foods would you eat with him together. Uh, well, okay. So we're based in Missouri, but I'm from Colorado and I grew up in Europe. And then my husband from Calvary, like we've lived everywhere. And I would have to say, if I were to eat with the president, which I would love to, and or yours, that would be fine too. I would definitely go to London. I would go to St. John's. Yeah. Anything that involves bone marrow, that's probably what we would be eating at some point. So also I love St. John's restaurant because they don't allow cell phones in the dining room. And that is one of the things I hate the most about eating in America is first of all, you have to get to know the server's name and their story. Secondly, they rush you out. Thirdly, the food's way too much food and there's far too many cell phones at the table. So I would definitely want to get him out of the American situation and get somewhere where nobody rushes you out and you can actually have a conversation. Is that like too snobby of me right there? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think that's great. And, and we'll say that like, maybe if all the stars align, President Biden will be listening to this podcast and this will be the invitation extended from Priscilla to the president. Oh my gosh. Inshallah, go for, uh, I'll take it. <laughs> that would be great. While you're at it, could you also get David Byrne and Peter Gabriel? Because that's basically my dream team right there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if it ends up happening, I would love that, right? Like, let's see how this gets out there. If you're listening to this, whoever's listening to this, and you have a connection with any of those individuals, even just this portion of the video to those people and uh, we'll I make love some it, magic but I'm going to turn the tables on you because I'm a fellow 
Miracle Podcast. And I'm saying if you like, you know, this show and the effort yes. that's been, I know how much effort these kinds of shows take. So you need to give him a rating so people can discover some of the cool things he's doing and who he's talking to. So if you liked this episode, I hope you liked something I said, but you need to come back and give a little love to Ben and do a little collaboration with him and help people find this podcast. Yes. Well, and I appreciate that. That is always helpful. So if you are listening, definitely uh, go do that. Subscribe, give a rating, all those fun things that when you're listening to your podcasts, we definitely appreciate that. Well, Priscilla, I want to give you a chance to tell people how they can find you, how they can find your podcasts, those types of things. What should well, people know about I all that? Definitely on LinkedIn because I teach people how to become social influencers on LinkedIn. So you can always find me there. And it really is me handling my LinkedIn. Littlebirdmarketing.com. I would suggest all of our free resources on the resource page. But then the podcasts are Ponderings from the Perch and then Digital Transformation Success. Ponderings from the Perch is a little bit more marketing and market research related. And then Digital Transformation Success is more in the wide scope of, of business and how digital transformation is happening at small companies and very, very big companies. Well, and I know I've listened to some of your episodes and definitely some really good guests, some really good thoughts and things that you share as well. And so for anyone listening, check uh, that out and connect with her on LinkedIn. Priscilla, so thankful to connect with you and have this conversation and I look forward to an ongoing opportunities to connect with you and chat with you about other things. And hey, maybe there's opportunities for us to collaborate further as we grow our businesses as well. Thanks so much and all the best with the work that you're doing. Hey, thanks for watching this episode with Priscilla McKinney on The 10-Minute Leader. I hope you got some really valuable tidbits for your business growth and for your leadership growth. As always, if you have any questions around leadership development, reach out and let me know and make sure you tune in for the next episode of The 10-Minute Leader.